Diagnosing dementia is often difficult, particularly in the early stages. It's not uncommon for people to not want to go to the doctor. They may think there is nothing wrong, or they may be aware of a problem but want it to go away. Unfortunately, the problem won't go away, and you may want to help your relative visit the doctor to find out what that problem is. Hi, I'm Hannah, and in this edition of the podcast, I speak to Helpline Coordinator Angelo about getting a family member to visit a doctor. What are the symptoms that can raise concern about dementia? Dementia can affect people in quite different ways, so symptoms can vary from one person to another. Things like memory loss, confusion and problems with communicating. Generally, I mean, anything that you feel is out of character or any behavioural changes that you might notice, they're the types of things that might raise concerns and should really be investigated by a doctor. What would you say are the main benefits of getting an actual medical diagnosis? If someone, for instance, is diagnosed with dementia, I mean, there might be drug treatments that can help. Also, I mean, diagnosis would allow you to plan for the future. So things like kind of getting finances in order and appointing maybe an attorney. I think psychologically it can also be quite helpful to know what's been causing all the problems that a person's been having. Why would you say it's important to go to a doctor with your concerns? There are a number of things that can cause quite similar symptoms to dementia. So a doctor can, you know, look into this and if, for instance, it isn't dementia, it might be something that's, you know, completely treatable. But I mean, even if someone is diagnosed with dementia, there may well be medication that they can take which could slow the progression of the symptoms as well. How should you go about getting a relative to go and see a doctor? Well, it can be quite tricky because there isn't one set approach that will always work with everybody. I think the people asking that question are generally best placed to know what types of persuasions or arguments might work to be able to convince someone to go to the doctor. I mean, it can be helpful to try to find out why someone doesn't want to go and then try to address that concern. Some people might be scared that they'll be diagnosed with dementia and then rushed off to a care home. So, you know, addressing that concern with them and explaining that, you know, that that isn't necessarily going to be the case, that may well help persuade them to actually go. Another thing we say to people, is there anyone in particular that that person has a lot of respect for? A friend or relative or, you know, someone in the community, like a a minister maybe. What could you say to sort of reassure someone who's a bit worried about going to see a doctor? It can help to think about maybe previous times when you've been able to persuade that person to either see a doctor or or do something else that they were a bit reluctant to do because sometimes that same approach can be quite helpful if you can kind of adapt that in some way. It's usually a good idea to to speak to other family members because they might be able to help give ideas about different approaches. Again, that really does depend on the individual because some people will find that quite confrontational whereas other people might find that quite supportive and as though the whole family is behind them. What are people's main concerns about not wanting to see a doctor? Some people might think there's, there's nothing wrong with them. One of the very difficult things about dementia is that it can affect people's insight into their own abilities. Another reason might be they do realise something's wrong, but they're scared of seeing the doctor because they think that a diagnosis will mean they can't live at home anymore or, or they're not allowed to drive or they'll get taken away to a care home. or you know, so, so it might be fear of the consequences as well, really. If you've got a relative who is reluctant to go and see a doctor, are you able to approach a doctor yourself? A lot of people ask this on the helpline, actually. Patient confidentiality, essentially, that means that a doctor can't give you information about a patient. However, they can accept information. The General Medical Council, they're responsible for regulating uh, doctors in the UK. Their guidance clearly states that GPs have to listen to the concerns of people close to the patient. If you're giving the doctor information about 
a family member that is to do with their health, then the doctor should actually take that on board and should listen to you. Some doctors are still quite wary about this, so what can be helpful is to keep a bit of a, a diary of symptoms and then either send that by email or by letter to the doctor. That way there's no scope for anyone to say that the doctor gave you any information. You know, what we do say to people is if, if a doctor really isn't receptive, it might be a good idea to speak to another doctor. Should you go with a family member to see the doctor? Some people might find this quite intrusive, but other people might welcome this. They might find it quite a support. It is important to tell the doctor what your concerns are. So, for instance, if someone doesn't want you to go with them to the doctor, it is quite important to outline the things you're concerned about. And again, you could do that by letter or by email or on the telephone. It can be quite awkward sitting with someone in the doctor's surgery and speaking about the things that they're doing, the symptoms you're worried about, in front of that person. Generally, I think people find it easier to give the information to the doctor beforehand. What tests might be done to determine if a person has got dementia? Dementia is quite complicated to diagnose, to be honest. Generally, they might do a short memory test. They will generally do a blood test and a urine test, and that's to rule out other conditions that can cause quite similar symptoms to dementia. If they all come back clear, the, the blood test and the urine test, the doctor will generally make a referral to a specialist, and they will, are likely to do a brain scan and maybe more kind of comprehensive memory or cognitive tests. It's quite a holistic thing in a way, looking at the answers somebody gives, how their memory seems to be, their cognition, and also any kind of physical evidence from a brain scan as well. If a family member is diagnosed with dementia, what should your next steps be? I mean, it's normally a good idea to speak to social services because they can do what's called a community care assessment, looking at the person's care needs and they will draw up a care plan outlining those needs and, and what could be put in place to meet them. They'd also do a financial assessment to see if they're willing to, to fund any of those services as well. It's also useful to see what local services are around. The Alzheimer's Society has got local services around the UK and they can give information on this. It's good to generally plan ahead, so things like power of attorney or some people want to kind of uh, update their will or maybe create what's called an advanced decision. Essentially, it allows adults to refuse in advance specific medical treatments or procedures. It's a legal requirement to tell the DVLA and the insurance company if you drive, if you've been diagnosed with dementia. You could also look into whether there are any uh, financial benefits that a person can claim as well. Where can people go for further advice and support? The Alzheimer's Society, we've got local services all over the UK and they've got various things depending on location. Some of them have got befriending schemes, carers information and support programmes, and they're not just for the person with dementia. We've also got our helpline, and that's open 9 to 5, Monday to Friday, and uh, 10 till 4 on Saturdays and Sundays. Online, there's also Talking Point, which is uh, our online forum, and we've just introduced web chat as well. That allows people to ask questions directly to an advisor in the same way that you'd send a tweet, really, or, or put something on Facebook. It's also important to stay in touch with the doctor as well. So if there are any changes that you're concerned about or you want any medical advice, it's always good to, to speak to the GP as well. For further information, please visit alzheimers.org.uk or phone the National Dementia Helpline on 0300 Thank you for listening to the Alzheimer's Society podcast.